Now, I feel like today, it's me, Alan Smith, where we selection of stories with the day's present or not. It's been Friday, October the 15th. So, front page of paper today is a Council Worker Spray Away Arts Festival's mural. So, as a bit of a blunder, his authorised chalk display was jet washed off a gallery pavement. So, Aberdeen City Council workers risked the wrath of the city's arts community yesterday after accidentally jet washing a chalk display off the pavement before the public had a chance to see it. Two creatives, um, Ronan McGuire and Sean Stickland, created the authorised mural called Invisible Dunces in the dead of night in front of the city's art gallery. But the local authority employees came along after they had finished and washed all their work away. Rhoda said it wasn't meant to be washed away, we had permission, so I think some miscommunication happened, which is pretty gutting. The artwork was supposed to bide, and I came here today to help the public interact with it, try dancing it, and try drawing it. I got here at 10 o'clock, and it was already washed away. A council spokesperson said it was an unfortunate misunderstanding. They added they are speaking with organisers of the Dance Live Festival, currently taking place in the city, about getting the artwork redone. So... There we go, there's like two council workers now, or some council workers, keen as mustard to get on with the job and get them, I think, ship shape and uh, clean and tidy in Aberdeen, and God, they can't have the right for here and wrong apparently. So, well, well, one of those things, just a, a misunderstanding, I'm sure, but um, I used to um, torment my uncle, he was in a, a road screw in Aberdeen a lot of years ago, and he used to tell some alpha stories with them. Can they be cutting in another's hair, sitting in an aisle drum and um, when they're supposed to be working and the slightest hint of rain and be in the hotel playing cards and then if the sun come out they'd forget to come out the hotel and just kept on playing cards and a rare old life they had all to you. So um, I used to say, well, well, the council's for you if you didn't like going fast, but on this occasion the council was um, too quick it seems. Now, if you like your um, old toys, um, there's a fair on it but already morn and that'll be some uh, rare and retro toys will be up for grabs in Aberdeen this weekend. It says Christopher Plant is hosting the Aberdeen Toy Fair at Petordi the Morn, featuring everything from toys to games and collectibles. And with a background in events, Mr Plant previously ran video games days in the city, uh, but due to COVID restrictions he wasn't able to start them again this year and decided to head the Toy Fair instead. He says there's nothing like us in the north of Scotland, there's maybe something in Glasgow or Edinburgh, and you can get folk that sell lorries and trucks who have events up here, but near a wider toy fair. The Aberdeen Toy Fair was originally planned for July and had sell out. Uh, however, he had to reschedule and find a bigger venue due to the, restric the restrictions. Uh, Mr Plant, who runs Retro Consoles UK, explained that there will be at least 70 different tables spread out across the second and third floor of the Richard Donald stand. From fidget spinners to Star Wars collectibles, he is confident there will be something for... Uh, anybody of any age. He says there was somebody from Aberdeen who programs his own vintage video games at the event, as well as Acorn Kids Murray who mark eco-friendly toys out of wood. Members of the Imperial Scottish Garrison will also be attending dressed as Star Wars characters for visitors to take pictures with. Um, he says we've tried to include everybody so there will be adult collectors right through to kids or folk looking for a bit of nostalgia. Um, the event is ticketed, but there will be some tickets available in the doors between 10 o'clock and 3 o'clock. So, if you like, um, uh, look at, uh, you want to buy some uh, old-fashioned toys, then Petordi is a place uh, in the morning for you. 
and uh, I'm be heading up doing and see if some more um, Thunderbirds or Captain Scarlet things are. Now here's a couple that have completed an epic paddle, the length of mainland Britain, and they've done it off for charities. So a couple have cemented their fledgling relationship by completing a marathon paddle the length of the British mainland. For Sophie Witter and Dave Chant, the 994-mile epic from Land's End to John O'Groats was their first proper date. Um, well, they will never forget that in a hurry. After completing the longest leg, the 57-mile stretch from uh, Leipster, they are now heading home on four wheels. Their 89-day adventure, called Sup It and Sea, has raised more than £2,300 for three good causes, including the RNLI. Sup is short for stand-up paddleboard. Now you learn something every day here. Mr Chant, first made Maidenhead, and Miss Witter met in May through their mutual newfound passion for paddleboarding. Uh, Miss Witter, first for Reading, said we had been on a few casual dates when Dave asked if I fancied a challenge and that I went to get paddleboarding for Land's End to Jonah Groats. I agreed and we started work training and safety navigation in June. We were due to set off on July the 4th but had to delay because the weather was against us. Um, the couple eventually left Land's End on July the 16th on a route which included the Caledonian Canal for Fort William to Inverness. They had 25 dune days because of adverse conditions. Uh, Miss Whitearth as a newly qualified celebrant had uh, a day wind is near paddleboarder's friend but we did manage to go some days when it was up to 30 mile an hour. Luckily, the biggest drama was when the boards fell off the roof rack of their support car in Dumfries. Uh, donations are still being uh, taken through their website, which will be split between RNLI, Wilderness Foundation and Frontline Children. So, well, well done to the pair of them. It's a, a fantastic effort. And um, as I say, some first date, they'll certainly never forget that, Ian. Um, they just kind of help thinking it would be cheaper just in a, a few drinks to meet with us. But well, well, there you go. Well done. Used to. Excellent effort. Now, here's um, a story about some Kemne pupils and they've been learning about online security risks in a unique cyber escape room. So, pupils in Aberdeenshire have had an unmissable opportunity to learn about online security risks in a fun and interactive way. Educators at Kemne Academy teamed up with leading IT solutions provider CGI to create a specially designed cyber escape experience for Stage 1 students. Uh, built within a shipping container in the format of an escape room, it aims to teach pupils critical skills in a simulated real-world setting. Uh, the initiative has been presented through interactive activities offering a unique approach for students to learn and engage with cyber-safe practices. For the last two weeks, teams have had to work together to uncover clues, solve puzzles and accomplish cyber-related tasks to beat the hacker and escape the room successfully in the time allowed. And they've had the opportunity to gain better knowledge about a wide range of techniques, including protecting their privacy and creating strong passwords device and document handling and navigating social media. Um, head teacher Elizabeth Paul said these cyber skills are critical for the 21st century and our young people will experience a unique safe environment to problem solve. Um, however, with young people facing cyber threats and challenges online, the company decided to tailor it for students to help them understand cyber risks and how to avoid them. So sounds like a great idea and um, something that I'm sure the pupils would have been enjoyed and um, learned a lot for as well. So, um, great idea, well done to them, and maybe they should uh, come around and teach us all codes a thing or two as well. Again, it's the, um, <clears throat> the done thing to have a strong password for every different app you can handle, but um, you just can never mind them all. Now, here's a coin that's um, used to be a football player, and now she's um, started as a firefighter, and she's uh, taken over for her dad, 
uh, would you believe? So, uh, former Aberdeen and Celtic uh, wifey football player has taken her dad's job as a firefighter. Rebecca Dempster has hung up her football beats to take on a role at Aberdeen Central Fire Station for her dad Neil worked for years. Rebecca Fasway Ellen was just eight months old when her dad took on the job. Uh, with her mum Shona being in the bobbies, she grew up understanding the life-saving work the services carry out and had an affinity for them. However, with her talent for football shown at an early age, Rebecca decided to pursue her passion, playing for various Scottish wifey's teams, including Inverness, Aberdeen and Celtic, before being scouted internationally in Italy and Australia. Her proud mum said football was Rebecca's life, but this is her saying she's getting to going to have to get a real job and settle down. Uh, she said, when I turn 30, I'm going to retire. So she came back to Scotland and said it's time to do something else. Uh, for Rebecca, the fire service was an obvious choice as she believes there are some similarities to the uh, requirements for the role. You have to be physically fit, uh, determined, work well within your team, communicate well and have good awareness, she said. I think it's a very natural next step for me and I can't wait for the new challenges ahead. Uh, so she's thrilled to be at the station for her dad's reputation as an exceptional firefighter stands strong. Um, my folks have been in the service for as long as I can mind. I grew up learning about their roles and asking questions about the different shouts they attend, uh, the former Ellen Academy people said. I always found it very interesting and I could definitely see myself following in their footsteps in the future. I love a challenge and I feel it will cope well in the emergency situation. Um, Mum Shona added, she's basically just grown up with the fire brigade. Even when she was little, we have a picture of her at her fire station with her dad's helmet on and she's only about three. Uh, they're the best of buddies. He's travelled with her doing her fit bar, um, so he's always been there beside her. She was hoping uh, she would get the central fire station and we were so lucky that she's ended up going into Neil's watch and just taking over his job. It means Miss Dempster will continue her dad's legacy following his 30 years of service, taking over his exact role in the same fire station. Well, imagine that. Um, my dad is well known to be an exceptional firefighter, so his shoes are very cool, calm, collected and experienced ones to fill. But I'm ready to put the hard work in to become the best firefighter I can be. Uh, Mr Dimster admitted he would miss the camaraderie in the service, but he said it was time to retire. Um, so, well, uh, absolutely fantastic story and, um, you know, great um, achievement for her to, to get into that. And, um, you know, just like a... A chance in a million it's just a can do a fair dad um, so um, wish her all the best of luck and um, happy retirement to, to her dad and uh, you know a great effort certainly it's nothing I could um, do on him I asked for sure I didn't mind piddling about with hoses and stuff like that but getting up ladders no chance so um, hats off to the pair of them and good luck now I've just finished up with sport as normal so a bit in the back page today it's a uh, a knockout plan to cut out costly Dawn's errors as a headline. So, boss Stephen Gless has taken measures to knock out Aberdeen's costly lapses in concentration. The Dawn's boss has revealed he has used repetition on the training ground in a bid to stop his players switching off at key moments. On a nine-game run without victory, Gless reckons the Reds have paid a heavy price for slips in concentration, particularly in defence. So, um, well, uh, here's hoping that the uh, works. When I read this headline, I thought he was going to be his boxing gloves on it. Give some of the players a chop in the chin, but no, no, it's a uh, mere sedate and that. But um, practice makes perfect, as I say, so here's hoping, and um, Aberdeen get back on winning ways to start in the morning. So come on, Aberdeen. Now, that's me done for the now. Just a wee selection of stories with the day's press and journal on Friday, October the 15th. Uh, so a very uh, mocky kind of day in the morning in Aberdeen, but they come dinner time, the sun come out, and it's been lovely afternoon, actually, very bright and um, 
uh, much, much better than uh, we could have hoped for. So, long may continue. And uh, thank you very much for listening to this podcast now. I hope you enjoyed it. And if you did, once again, please just uh, uh, just look up a phone book if you have and just pick somebody at random and phone them up and tell them I'm going to see if they would like to listen to something that. And if uh, you can subscribe to it, if you're not already, that would be just dead dandy. And if you can uh, leave a review as long as it's um, half decent, then that would just be fantastic. So, uh, in the meantime, thanks very much again. Cheers now. Thanks. Doodaloo. Put the constitution, speak the proper rules again. Longfield, Nellfield, Manorfield and Manorfield. Lights of all the stories that you've made again.